This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. BBC Sounds. Music, radio, podcasts. Guys, this is your warning. We do swear occasionally. Every now and then we'll say the word. Sometimes. Sometimes. And even maybe. But don't let that put you off. We're nice people. We beep them out. So your kids can listen. (laughs) Enjoy. And cross strikes in the first over. It's what England were looking for. Hartley falls down the track, comes scoring. This time she connects. It's either six or out. It's six. Hello and welcome back to No Balls, the cricket podcast. Hi, Alex Hartley, how are you? Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. We Hartley's are back. Just you. With her friend. Oh, yeah. Kate Cross is back. Hartley's back. You've got something for us. I do. So we always get told off in the previous season that we've forgotten how to podcast. Forgotten how to speak. We always get told off for going over our time. Yep. These podcasts are meant to be 40 minutes max, and we're like 55 minutes to get told off. So I've got a new thing for the new season of No Balls. Okay. We're going to start a timer, and we're going to have a timer that goes off, so then we know when we need to finish. Right. And everyone will hear it. There'll be a klaxon. There'll be a big klaxon, everyone will know. So I'm going to just set this off now so that we can't get in trouble on day one. So what we're going to do, 35 minutes, so that gives us a bit of time each side. No, that's the point. It's 40 minutes, we've got to finish. (laughs) Yeah, but if you do a 35-minute timer... Oh, okay, we know that it's time to wrap it up. Yeah. Wrap it up, okay. Right, it's off now. You can't hear it, but it's just started. Beep. (laughs) Beep, beep, beep. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually really excited that we're back doing this. It's been so long. I mentioned it last week and you were like, mm, maybe not. Mm, yeah. And then so I just put it on Instagram to force you into it. Wait, it has been four weeks. So it's, we did say four weeks, didn't we? I think we said two. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh, that's probably why I wasn't ready last week then because <laughs> I thought we've got another week off. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I've just put the heating on and I'm actually very hot. This is like day one again. Like we're back in your spare bedroom with duvets on the walls. It's the so same that... mattress, the same yeah. bed, just We've... new house. And you're in the new house? Yes! You've, you've moved out. We're no longer housemates. It was Yay! A... I'm, I didn't sell it. I didn't have a party or anything, I promise. Um, it was it was actually really lovely because I got back from New Zealand on the Thursday afternoon. Mm. You'd landed on the Wednesday morning. And in that time, you'd moved everything out I'd of the gone. flat. You were gone. You were like, don't worry, like you can keep some stuff here if you need. I was like, trust me, I'm leaving. You were off, yeah. yeah. So I've gone back to an empty house. How is it? It's nice, actually. Yeah. I, I think, especially coming back from tour where you're in your tour routine, you've got people looking after you, cooking your meals, doing your laundry, everything's done for you on tour. And then Waited you come, on hand and foot. Literally. But then you come back to normal life. And you've got to relearn all your routines. And I did that on my own. Relearn your routines? You you're 30. No, you really do. Honestly, like, I'm not going to get into this because it's going to be a happy podcast. But mentally, it is hard. Well, I had someone round and we got a delivery, And they tried to put it outside the front door like you do on tour. <laughs> I was like, no, you've got to put it in the bin. 
exactly you just get like three months of our lives we were just living like this so anyway what i'm basically trying to get at is because i've never lived on my own coming back and having to relearn everything as a normal human being without you there was quite nice because i could just do it myself like i didn't have to worry about you as well do you feel like an adult now why because you had to relearn all the culinary skills, the cleaning, the cooking, the living on your own. Yeah, I think I think I've just about yeah got it. And now I'm back into training, and I've got to go back into my tour routine <laughs> of getting back into cricket. So it's it's a bit of a whirlwind. But yeah, we're all good. We're all good. We're all good. Um, I've not really missed the podcast. I nearly swore really loudly then, but I don't believe you. No, now I call. We're doing it. I call bullshit. Because you said to me about 10 days ago, I missed the podcast. All right, okay, okay. So what I, are you lying for? I didn't miss it. You can tell now we miss it because we've remembered the social media. Yes, we remembered we've got an Instagram account. Um, there was a few messages yesterday saying, is this how you and Kate are going to communicate from now on? And I think it's how we should. That was like a tongue twister. Yeah, did well I do done. well? You did very yeah. good, yeah. I'm very good at saying Ruth Strauss Foundation and you're not. <laughs> Sorry. The Ruth Strauss Foundation. You can't say it. We need to talk about the Ruth Strauss Foundation. <laughs> I can't, I actually can't yeah. say it. I actually have a little bit of a lisp with my S's. Do you? Yeah. So when I say the word seven, I struggle to get seven out. Sizzle anyway, snake. Ruth Strauss Foundation. Got him. Um, we're playing in a really cool charity game, aren't we? Are we? I'm just going to get up the people that we're playing cricket with because Crossy. It's it's, it, it just doesn't really make any sense as to why it's us. So, first on the list, Alexandra Hartley. Second on the list, Kate Cross. Third on the list, Bear Grylls. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Fourth on the list, Damien Lewis. Yeah. David Hay, the boxer. Darren Goff. Ed Sheeran. Swanee. <laughs> Michael McIntyre. <laughs> Ian Bell, Ian Wardy, Shigua. Sam Mendes. And then Sir Andrew Strauss and Sir Alistair Cook. And me and you. Oh, they really must have been scrumping the barrel, wasn't they, to get some people involved in that. But the only reason we're going is for the podcast. So thank you everyone for listening, because now we're playing cricket with all these amazing people. You said something very funny to me about Bear Grylls, actually. I think you should share it with everyone. Um, well, I was just like, I can't imagine Bear Grylls being much of a cricket player. And he's probably going to make a cricket ball out of the local rabbit. <laughs> Literally, yeah. He's going to be doing some survival skills down at Fine Lake, isn't he? He's going to take the stumps out and make some sort of tent <laughs> with the deer that he caught on the way in. Anyway, you can tell we've not planned this episode at all because I didn't know we were going to talk about that today. But that's on the 7th of June, so we will keep you updated on the fact that we're going to go and play in that game. Yeah. But have you got anything on your sticky note? Yeah. And my mum's going to listen to this and she doesn't know about it yet. I think we need to break the news to her then. I know what this is going to be and I'm yeah. excited. Um, so I went out for lunch with my dad and he did say this thing was getting delivered three weeks ago and it's not my fault, it's not here. So mum, don't blame me, blame your husband. Um, but my dad has bought a tuk-tuk. <laughs> that was the worst time to take a swig of coffee. <laughs> right, and there's a lot of questions here. Yeah. Why? Said it would be really good for the gardener to scoot up and down the garden in it. Right? How big does your dad think his garden is? Did say that. Said, Dad, you've just got a front lawn and a back lawn. 
Right, okay, so... We've got, like, a private lane. It's got got loads of other houses on. And he said oh, it would be really good for him to, like, you know, be able to go up and down there on it. He is, like, 70-odd now. I'm like, well, you can't make the garden a garden if he's about to retire. Be like, don't worry, I've got him a tuk-tuk. Tuk-tuk to keep him on for another three years. And then he said, but how good will it be as well in the summer when we have house parties? I can put beers in the back of it. Has your dad ever heard of, like, a cool box? Yeah. Anyway, second question. How... Where the hell has he got a tuk-tuk from? So one of his footballer's brothers imports them from India. You couldn't write this. This is like a bloody scene out of Faulty Towers or something. No, it's mad, isn't it? So it's not arrived? It's not arrived, but mum, dad's got a tuk-tuk. A, a genuine tuk-tuk. I don't think at any point in the history of this podcast did I think those words would ever get said. No, me neither. I mean, they are cool. I do love racing tuk-tuks when we're you out in India. You drove one, didn't you? Yeah. The one, you got home, <laughs> really, I'm struggling with my words today. You, We got a tuk-tuk home once and the driver let you drive it. Do you remember when he let my mum drive it and she had had a few drinks? That was in Sri Lanka, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Maybe that's why my dad's bought a one. I know that you love driving them, Julia. Yeah, that one time that you did it in Sri Lanka, here's half the, cut. Here's the only tuk-tuk in the northwest. <laughs> Can you imagine? Your dad's going to be like in folklore because... Do you know everyone's got a story about someone that lives in their town? There's like the lady that dresses as a witch. Yeah. Your dad's going to be like, do you know, have you seen the man driving the tuk-tuk? Have you seen Dave Hartley's lost the plot? <laughs> there is that. Dave, are you well? <laughs> is this a cry for help? <laughs> um, so I forgot my laptop with my sticky notes on it. Yeah. Um, but I do remember one vivid one because I think we signed the last podcast off by saying we're going to go on a break. There's not much to talk about. And within 72 hours of that episode going out, Anya Shrubsall retired. Joe Root d- stepped down as captain. Rob Key got the new director role. England lost all members of staff. Ben Stokes has been captain. So there was a lot. I went, stepped down as captain. You stepped down the as captain. The biggest one. The big one. So a lot happened. So we lied, basically. Um, but also hindsight podcast means we can round it all up right now. So Anya's retired. Ben Stokes is captain. Joe Root isn't anymore. Rob Key's got the new director of cricket. And they are appointing two coaches, a red ball and a white ball coach. You've stepped down as captain. And today it's been announced that Ellie Threlkeld is the new Thunder captain. There we go. We've done it. <laughs> and that is the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. Nine minutes. Henry will be really happy with us. Mm. Easiest money we've ever earned. Right. So you've not got your sticky notes. There were there were loads of things I wanted to talk about as well on the podcast, but can't remember. Great. Good start. So shall we do some emails and see if anything comes to mind? Well, let's actually, before we do that, before we how dive do, straight into do... the end of our podcast, because we've forgotten how to do it, <laughs> let's have a chat about the last four weeks. All right. What have you been up to? Um, Cricket. Yep. Cricket and more cricket. I got back from New Zealand thinking, oh, I could do the holiday. That day I went to cricket training. So luckily I had a pulled calf, so I did get a day off. Nice, one day off. Yeah. You played in uh, the oh, Lancashire... Yeah. Here it is, there we go. Yeah. We just racked some brain cells there. And you actually started the season with a cheeky forfer. Yep, I did, four for best five. Best went fresh. Yeah, first game back. They're my best figures which my brother kindly pointed out for 12 years. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, Will. Yeah. Thanks, Will. Um, did Emma Lamb beat those figures yeah, five, on Sunday? Five yeah. For five. Yeah, I thought that. I was going to mention that because you interviewed yeah. us in the Lancashire, the new all singing, all dancing Lancashire studio that we've got. Um, we did some Thunder TV 
and Lammy was on and she was talking about that. And I did want to mention it, but I thought, no, it's not the podcast. It's not the time to take the mic out. It's of not the, the time to say, well, the presenter was good. She's not anymore. Just not as good. The best anymore. <laughs> Someone's just overtaken, but it was still bloody good. Starting with a little forfer. She came off the field, not this weekend when we won the whole competition with eight other teams. Um, came off the field and my mum was like, you're leading wicket taker in the comp. Like, that's amazing. You've not done that since um, you were 15. I was like, thanks, mum. Like, amazing. Your family have got a great memory. Yeah, and then Phoebe G got a forfer and it got taken off me. (laughs) Well, I wonder if Julia was telling Phoebe that that they were her best figures since she was 16. 16? 16. Um, What have you been up to? Because you were going to go on holiday and I don't think you have. No, I didn't have time to go on holiday. So I basically have just spent the last four weeks catching up with every human being that I haven't seen for three years. I think we've had more nights out in the last four weeks than we've had in the last four years. Yeah, definitely. I've I've really enjoyed it though. I feel like I've done it well. I'm ready to go back to cricket. We're starting the Charlotte Edwards Cup this weekend. We're travelling down to Hove, couldn't be further away. One of my mates was like, oh, come and watch. I was like, do you know we're playing in France? I'll just did a little burp. Sorry for that. Yeah, it was a bit. It was like more like a screech. Um, so yeah, someone was going to come and watch us, not knowing where we were playing. But we're off to Hove, so that'll be nice. And it, that's been so. I, I, <laughs> you both throw me off here. I was saying that because I feel like I'm ready to come back to cricket. Okay. Now. Well, it was really nice to have you back on Monday. It was your first day back. You were just meant to do ten throws into the mitt. And you ended up jumping, diving around, getting whiplash. You actually followed me around like a lost puppy. So I was a bit nervous because you, you, you girls have got a training regime. And then when I just come into it, it's obviously not what I'm used to. But I also had the added element of having not played cricket for five weeks, being like, I need to just ease myself in. Did there you, was no easing. Did you feel like a competition winner? Because my first day back, I felt like I'd won a competition to train with Thunder. I was like, not really sure where I was meant to be or what I was meant to be doing. Not that drastic, but I did like latch onto you being like, where do I go now? What does this mean? I don't understand. And I was like, it's normally the other way around. Normally I'm following you around. But it was nice to have you at training. It was nice to have a, a, I was going to say a friend, but I've got more than you in that team. But you know what I mean? A familiar face. Yeah, it is nice. It's really nice to be back. And one girl, one of the girls said it was nice to have me back. So that was lovely. Just one? Just one. (laughs) Was that me? Yeah. It's actually Danny Collins, so shout out. Oh, Danny Collins, thank yes. you. Um, you actually, in this little time off that we had, um, made a surprise visit to my cricket club, didn't you? Oh, yes, I did. You popped down. We did a little fine session after the first had played. Yeah, you've got your own song at Haywood Cricket Club. Yeah, you're, they're making you a song now. Cause they were a bit embarrassed that you turned up and you didn't have a song. Yeah, but they forced me into fines. Yeah, it was it was not good, that was it. We had to down a... Well, we... We sipped a half pint of lager. And then I had to finish the rest during yeah. our song. Yeah. It was a good night though, wasn't it? We had Yeah. You, we, met, you met all the lads. Really nice group of lads actually. So yeah, good time off, ready to go, ready to start the season again. We've got a busy summer, haven't we? Really busy. Oh busy. You have in particular, obviously with the Charlotte Edwards Cup that you can play in the majority of. Yep. And then you've got International Series, the Commonwealth, then India. Hundred. The hundred. Then India. Then India. I've got a lot of commentary work so we're going to be mad mad bad busy and we're already looking forward to the battle of the spuds we are the battle of the spuds i actually sort of wish it was like now really yeah. you ready for it well probably not cricket wise ready but i'm ready for it okay okay 
but I am also sort of looking forward to that six hour bus journey we got Friday together oh, yeah oh god we're gonna be maybe we should go through our emails and check how much we need to catch up on while we're together yeah. that'd be good so I can't remember if we spoke about this I'm sure we did but we got the hunky umpire's number didn't we yeah and it got brought up on my first day back at work yesterday on the radio did it? They all thought it was goth that I thought was the hunky umpire. Oh. And I was like, nah. No, no, it's Alex Wolf. Wolf. Alex Wolf. So, shall we go upstairs with him today to start the season off? Yeah, and he wants to come on the podcast. We're going to get him on, yeah. So, have you got his number? Uh, yeah, so Redfern DM'd it to us. So, I don't have his number. For good reason, probably. Yeah, for good reason. Because I'd probably ask him for dinner, not the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> don't invite, if you go for dinner with him, don't invite me on that one, please. Anyway, let's go upstairs with Alex Wolf. Right, this one says, thanks and please keep going. Dear Alex and Kate, just a quick note to say thank you and please keep going. I got that from the title of the email. With all your positive messages about mental health and awareness, you guys are amazing and you're making a big difference on such an important topic. You, amongst others, have helped me come to terms with some of my issues and seek help, which I'm now getting, and this will hopefully create a better life for me and my long-suffering family. You really have no idea how many people you're helping. Best wishes, and I look forward to seeing you at a match slash hearing your next podcast soon. That's from Rob, who's a long-time listener and a first-time emailer. Yes, Rob. And that is a really lovely email to start with because it is Mental Health Awareness Week. You took the words right out of my mouth. Rob, thank you so much for getting in touch. We really do appreciate messages like that. This one is titled, Crossy, You're a Legend. Is it from Kate Cross? I was going to give my email out then. That would have been dangerous. Well, it's from Jack. Do I really need to read this? Yeah. Dear Kate and Alex, love the pod. Hope you have both had a safe journey back from New Zealand. Crossy, I just wanted to say in bold, you are an absolute legend. And I hope you're not feeling too down after losing the final. Thanks. You, Thanks, Jack. You've been fantastic all winter. Went up against the greatest women's team we've ever seen and as a team you weren't a million miles away from beating them with all that you are doing on and off the field for women's cricket and also about mental health you have so so much to feel proud about Hartley <laughs> I've loved hearing you on the radio this winter I wish you all the best see you in the hundred Jack do you know what that is that's an email to me and then he's realized that you're going to probably read it out and has just put a little bit of a thing about like, you at the bottom there you go um this one is called both potential contestants on game show Ooh. <laughs> and Henry, <laughs> Henry has sent it to us with the and it says at the beginning I've got no idea if this is real so this could be fun good day Alex and Kate I'm very sorry to disturb you <laughs> my name is Brian Marshall and I'm the producer of a television show called Get Your Own Back oh my god what a show is it real yeah it's an old is it not old school well, it says, I saw your details online as we're currently in the process of producing more shows. And my question is, would you both be interested in becoming a contestant on the show? Yes. We'll put you up against each other. So basically, get your own back is like, it's like this assault course. And then you get gunged at the end. What course? Assault course. <laughs> is that not what it's called? <laughs> assault course. <laughs> an assault course, not an assault course. <laughs> Really? Have I said it wrong my whole life? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a bit like with Skellington. I've yeah. only learnt that was Skellington not so long ago. I've got really bad pins and needles. So there's a salt course, a salt course. Yeah. 
and at the end of it you're like gunge your mum and dad right how but normally we... it's like seven year olds how are we getting invited on this so would you be my child no i think you gotta bring your dad and gunge him i can't take my dad on there and gunge him dave will have none of that your dad could drive us in his tuk-tuk <laughs> Anyway, he says, if you care to respond, we can potentially get the application sorted. I'm keen. Honestly, I'm really keen. I don't know how I feel about that. He sent me the YouTube link, so I might watch that and come back to him. Yeah, honestly, if you're not doing it, I'm doing it. I'll okay. go with your sister and pretend it's you. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of what things you've only just found out about, you know, you only just found out, well, recently found out your middle name wasn't Andra. Recently. You were 14. Yeah. Um, I went to Chester Zoo in my time off. Yeah. And... I saw your little warty pigs yeah. and your names and right at the top. Yeah, your top Alex of the list. Andra Hartley. Yeah. Great. It's good that. That notepad get, is getting used right this second. This is from Mike. Accidental brilliance. Hi oh, both. God. In no particular order. Long time listener and sender of a plethora of emails. Plethora. Same I thing. think you can say plethora. Either Henry doesn't like me or the content's crap. Right, well, we're about to find out. We love the podcast and really feel a connection with you and your guests. Thank you. Have either of you had an occasion where you were accidentally brilliant? I was once fielded at mid-off. The bowler sent down a rank delivery, which got got the pacing it deserved. I knew it was sailing over my head at speed, but I thought I should make an effort and a sim... Simulate. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> same as going well in it i was as shocked as the batter when i brought my arm back down and found the ball wedged between two middle fingers i just tossed the ball back to the bowler nonchalantly how have you read that word out and not been able to say simulate <laughs> are you taking the mic <laughs> that was your accidental brilliant <laughs> just then reading that word out as i did that kind of thing every day everyone in my team knew i did not how about you thanks how mike in Transylvania, Romania. For nice. the record, our toaster is out. I have never washed the bread knife and often sigh Alex's permission when I leave the kitchen cupboard's doors open. So I love emails like that because that is a question purely based on the fact so that he can tell his story. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't, I can't think of any accidental brilliance that I've had. Oh. I mean, in fact, my career is probably a bit of accidental brilliance. <laughs> oh, you're brilliant, are you? Yeah, <laughs> I've had a brilliant time. Rate yourself, do you? Yeah, um, I was brilliant going at 13s in that World Cup final. <laughs> Second best bowler, though. I'm ready to laugh about it now. It's good. Um, I've had two last year, didn't I? Those catches, oh, them at, mid-off. catches at mid-off. Yeah, I was telling the girls on the first day back for the first game. I was like, honestly, I only take Beckys. The batter basically underarmed me the ball to mid-off and hit it. me in the chest, and I dropped it. Yeah, I've seen you do that on a number of occasions, yeah. actually. And fascinating then, so it's been actually like i've just taken one for the team in the last four weeks and done fine like to fine like right nice mm-hmm. nice do you feel more comfortable there though no like, i really like oh. mid off well you should get yourself back to mid off then don't you worry i will be nice have a word with the capitano yeah you lost that job hi kate and alex <laughs> i'm a long time listener first time emailer I hope this finds you both safe and well on your return home after your winter travels. Firstly, I'd like to thank you, Kate, and all the England team, and you, Alex, alongside Henry and Stefan, for your parts in a wonderful, if sometimes nerve-shredding, World Cup. 
You all made night shifts something to look forward to. Yes. Secondly, how gutted was I to hear that you wouldn't be teaming up for the 100, but then delighted to find Alex signed up with Welsh Fire, so I will still get to see you both play at Emirates Old Trafford in August. Sorry, Crossy, but as a proud Welshman and mushy pea lover, Alex will be getting the louder cheers. But I'm still on your side when it comes to bread knives, toasters and indoor <laughs> trainers. Yes, I need to speak to you about indoor trainers, actually. Remind me. First Welsh lesson for Alex, the most important word that you need to learn is... Oh, he's giving me the pronunciation. Tatus. And that's spelled T-A-T-W-S. It's got to be potatoes, Tatus. hasn't it? Yeah. So that's Welsh for spuds. Yeah, I thought it was. Sounds it. Wishing you both all the very best for the coming seasons. Regard, Phil Wiggly. Well, I like his surname. Wiggly. Wiggly. Wiggly, Wiggly, Tatus. P.S. I'll be disappointed if Alex doesn't have a good giggle when she realises that my formal title means that I'm Mr. Wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, trainers. So I had to go see a podiatrist recently. Is that That's the right one, isn't it? Yeah. Podiatrist. I always get paediatrician and podiatrist mixed up. One of them's food. No, one of them's for children. Oh. One of them's a child doctor. I didn't go see a child doctor. I went and saw a football foot doctor. And he said, because of the way that I walk and the issues that I've got with my ankles, it's very safe that I wear my trainers around in the house. For God's sake, because he did. So it's actually doctor prescribed that I have an LBW. Yeah, nice. I've got one that we've recently found yesterday, but shall we come into that after? Yeah, we'll come into it. There's actually an email titled something about that, so we might have to... Someone might have spotted it and brought it up. Captaincy. Hi, Kate and Alex. What are some of the more mundane actions of captaining a professional side? Do you ever see Heather Knight having to do all the dull aspects of captaincy and feel glad it is not so bad at domestic level? All the best, Daniel. There's so much that you have to do as captain. There's just a lot of off-field crap, isn't there? Like A lot of interviews and... Emails and like... You have to do Reports. a match report yeah. every game. And then I got an end of season one about... So you have to do one about the umpires. And then I got one about the match referees that you do with yeah. about the umpires. And I I just forwarded it to Ellie and said, you're captain now. I'm yeah, lucky. nice. Yeah. Ellie, unfortunately, will have... There is that. Like, if you could just do the cricket stuff, it's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Like, the on-field decision-making, brilliant. But then the all the off-field stuff, I just found... Like, you always have to be at training an hour early. You always have to be at training an hour later. Like, you'd give you time yeah. more than anything. Do you know what I found found the hardest as well with Shawsy being our head coach is picking a starting 11? Oh, good luck, Ellie. You, we might not make it at the weekend. Why? We're not playing. Because someone else might have got some runs or something and we didn't. It's the way it goes. Well, I'll be I'll be surprised if we've not quite made the starting eleven. But you never know. You do never know. Well he's know. not seen your train all winter, he'll be worried about if you're a cricket ready. <laughs> <laughs> Got an email here and I'm I'm already massively intrigued because the title of it is How Can I Be Less Terrible at Batting? Nice. Hi, Alex and Kate. I'm aware I'm asking tail enders about this. Excuse me, I got myself up to nine in that. ODI don't team. start you cannot call Crossy a tail ender because I don't think she's forgiven me yet. I'm aware that I'm asking a tailender and crossy about this, but I have no other options. I'm a young female cricketer from New Zealand. I saw two of your Cricket World Cup games, Kate, and I'm absolutely terrible at batting. One a duck, one where you got two. Every chance. I can hold my own with the ball, but the last three games I played, I got out for a duck. Advice on scoring at least one run. Big fan. Well, if you get one more duck, you'll have got a bunch of ducks. What is the term for a, a group of ducks? A squoggle, squabble. <laughs> my last search on my emails 
was tractor porn because I was trying to find out what the website was that that MP was on. Did you find it? No, I didn't no. know what it was. No. Anyway, what do you call a bunch? I'm of just going to ask Google this. What do you call a bunch of ducks? Oh, when in flight, a group of ducks can be called a skein, a flock, or a team. All right, so one more and you've got a flock of ducks, but let's let's answer it. Sorry. Properly. Got sidetracked there. Um, just get a bat and ball, as hard as it is. Just, I always got told, just try and get something on it. Like, get forward. This is when I was not great at batting too. Right, yeah, there's, that is good advice. Um, I always... I always get told to play the line of the ball. I mean, that's better advice. Yeah, so if the ball is straight, try and play it straight. Just boot it. <laughs> if the ball's wide outside off stump, try and play it to the offside. If it's down leg side, play leg side. Sounds like if you're sending an email like that in as well, you're already in, in your own head about it. Yeah, go out and enjoy it. Yeah. Like, there's no pressure. You've already had three ducks. It can't really get worse. And also laugh at yourself. Yeah. Like, th- do you know what I found this start of this summer? Georgie Boyce, our opening batter, doesn't get angry doesn't get happy. She got a, a low score of like four. They were playing music. She started singing the music on her way off. She got a score of 80 odd and she was just like doing the same thing. She was like, it's just a game of cricket. Yeah. And the beauty of bowling versus batting is you always got the opportunity to come back as a bowler. You could get hit for six and you can get a wicket next ball. If you get out, that's you, you're done yeah. as a batter. So you've got to just take it with a pinch of salt, haven't you? You've got to just accept it for what it is. Some days you might get good decisions, some days you might get bad decisions, some days you might score loads of runs, some days you might get three ducks in a row. can happen. But just enjoy your cricket. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. It's also normal I got three ducks in a row in the big bash. <laughs> can happen. This was from, um, I hope I say her name right, it's Arena. E-R-I-N-A. M-E-N Arena. M-E-N Arena, yeah. So hope that helps. Probably won't, but there you go. New listener. Dear Miss Cross and Miss mm. Hartley. Oh. Mm. They haven't listened to the podcast if they think we're misses. I just started listening to your podcast and have been finding it very enjoyable. I have just seen my first ever cricket match, England versus South Africa in the World Cup. It was actually only the first two overs, but it was the first time I've ever been able to watch a match. I am from the USA and have little access to cricket. I want to wish Miss Cross all the luck in the final. I, I hope I will be able to watch the match, all of it this time. Keep up the good work in the podcast. You have a new fan. Go well, Ronald. McDonald? No, Schlingling. Right. Yeah. Schilling. 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 Not Ronald McDonald. Um, Ronald, if you haven't seen the final, don't bother. Or watch it as a neutral. It's a very good game. Was, yeah. Healy was brilliant. Should we go on to some LBWs? Oh, yeah. We've got enough. Well, I'm just looking at the timer. We've got four minutes left, so we think we need to crack on. Yeah. Well, I thought then you could tell your LBW. Yeah. So for anyone that hasn't listened, if we've got any new listeners, LBW stands for? Little bit weird. Something. And LBW is also a dismissal in cricket. Leg before wicket. But it, in our context, it means something that you do that you don't think's weird until you tell someone and then they're like, are you okay? Like Crossy wearing her coat and shoes indoors. Indoors, yep. Hi, Kate and Alex. Relatively newcomer to the pod and enjoy it hugely. 
your honesty about the pressures of elite level sport is always appreciated, but your determination to make the game fun shines through. I have my own little bit weird for you. When reading a book, if I'm really enjoying it, I'll stop reading and leave it on the shelf to avoid reaching the end. No! <laughs> my current record is about three years! No! <laughs> oh my God, three years between starting and finishing a book. My wife and my boss, who found out during a random staff room chat, thinks it's bonkers however it makes sense to me as i can't bear the thought of reaching the end and not having to and not having it there to read what are your thoughts keep up the incredible work you're both true inspirations chris chris do you know what happens at the end of harry potter What's like the point? what is going on what is the point in that like little red riding hood you ever finish the end of that like what's going on it's not Goodness the last me. book that i read that by the way <laughs> really really <laughs> random example <laughs> I got the Harry Potter one, but Little Red Riding Hood. Isn't that a nursery rhyme? This is mad. I don't. I. I get that you don't want things to finish, but you can't. How does he even then remember when he goes back three years later to know what happened where he You'd finished? You'd have to read the whole book again. I think that's worse than people reading the last page. Oh, that is yeah. worse. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah, because I can. I get people reading the last page because they want to see what happens, but this guy don't want to know yeah. what happens. Weird. Really strange. Um, what was your LBW? Yesterday. Yeah. Um, so if anybody follows the Instagram account, if you don't, it's no balls TCP. And me and Crossy were just having a bit of banter because for some reason she was in my house yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure how she got in, but she was in my house while I was at work doing some work here. She hasn't got a key. Someone else must have invited her. So we're having a bit of banter back and forth. And I sent a picture back holding my burrito. Yeah. And this came to light because one of the guys who was at the cricket club that night, Wes, messaged me a picture of you holding the burrito saying, why does Al hold her wrap with such aggression? Her hand is like a claw. And I do. I was thinking about it and I do squeeze the burrito. You really to are. To try and keep yeah. it together. It, yeah, it's, I'm looking at it now. It's very, very claw-like. <laughs> I replied to Wes. I said, well, maybe she's got, it's because she's got little hands, but, and she, you know, she needs to support the wrap. And he was like, well, why is there zero finesse? So Wes wants to see a bit more finesse with how you hold your food. Right, I could do that for Wes. I just said Alex Hartley and finesse have never been used in the same sentence. I don't even know what it means. Well, let's not go into it. No. We've not got time because we're going to have a klaxon soon. Oh, yeah. Um, hi, Kate and it. Alex. Loads of spiel. I have my own LBW. I don't think it's particularly weird to want to sing out loud when I have headphones in. However, if I am somewhere singing aloud, it would be inconsiderate as such on public transport. I sometimes find I mime lip sync to the song in public. Want to know your thoughts. Does this make me a little bit of a psychopath? Keep up the good work. Hope you're both well and have great seasons, Callum. I think that depends on... Right then, you two, you're banging on. That is the alarm that tells us that we're heading towards our time limit. People have things to do and people to see. Or is it the other way around? Love you. It depends how good a singer you are. If you're a good singer, I'd be happy to listen to someone sing in public. But if you're terrible like me, then you shouldn't be singing in public. No. And also, I don't think lip syncing's the, the worst. No. Unless you're like giving it the full-blown lip sync. And doing the dance routine but at the same time. But if you're just doing a little bit of a... Mm. I think it's fine. Yeah, I don't think that is all that weird, to be honest. Who, what, who was that? What was their name? Callum. Callum. Yeah, I think that's okay. Yeah. 
I don't know why we're the barometer for what's okay in life and what isn't, but well, apparently we, so. Well, we are, yeah, because we started this podcast yeah. and we've got lots of listeners. I can't wait to be telling Bear Grylls how weird it is that he drinks his own wee. I can't, I cannot wait to see what Bear Grylls does. What's his bowling action going to be like? How's he hold a cricket bat? Is yeah. he right or left-handed? Do you reckon he's going to use like an axe instead of a cricket bat? I think he'll create his own cricket bag. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe we'll try and get him on the podcast. We'll try and get a little snippet of Bear Grylls on the podcast. I think we need a selfie with Bear Grylls, another one with Ed Sheeran. Hi, I'm Ed. Hi, I'm Ed. Did we tell that story? No, no, but you've got two minutes if you want to. Oh, right, quickly. So, gosh, this is a bit stressful. Um, We met Ed at Lancashire Cricket, didn't we, in one of the test matches. We were in a special room and he was there. We lingered for approximately 35 minutes to try and ask him for a photo. Yeah, and we plucked up the courage and we went and... You went, hi, I'm Alex. I went, hi, I'm Kate. And he went, hi, I'm Ed. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we know yeah, who we you are. So, yeah, we're going to be like, hi, Ed. Um, nice to meet you. We need a picture with Michael McIntyre. Yeah. Damien Lewis, David Hay. Yeah. Sir Alistair Cook. Amazing. Right, we've got an amazing day ahead of us. In the meantime, there'll be a few more pods before then, because it's in a few weeks' time. Good luck to you. Hope you get in the squad for the Charlotte Edwards Cup this weekend. Good luck to you. Hope you get in the squad for the Charlotte Edwards Cup this weekend. Um, it's great to be back. We've missed you all. And that's gone really quickly. Really fast. Don't forget to No Ballers On. No Balls Podcast at bbc.co.uk. Yeah, they forgot that then, didn't yeah. you? No Balls Podcast at bbc.co.uk. It's, it's so good. good. They, they said, said it twice. twice. Thanks for listening. Hope you missed us. Hope you come back. Bye. See ya. Cross strikes in the first over. It's what England were looking for. Hartley bowls down the track, comes scoring this time, chicken axe. It's either six or out, it's six. Hello, I'm Stefan, the BBC's gaming reporter. I'm also the host of Press X to continue the BBC's gaming podcast. And I think you might like it. Press X to continue. On the podcast, we talk gaming news and reviews. We had such a nice early start to this year with February, just having great game after great game after great game. We discuss some of the biggest games of the moment. The characters all have their experiences that they bring to it and you feel, you know, kind of part of that puzzle. And we get into some of the things the gamers are talking about right now. Elden Ring is a game where it wants you to kind of talk about it with other people, to kind of decipher different things and discover different things. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> That's Press X to continue the BBC's gaming podcast, available only on BBC Sounds.